Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Imagine if there were signs that you were about to fail to quit alcohol. Imagine if there were things that would happen in your life that you could see and it was like, oh, hang on, I know what's going on here. And you could get past it. You could get past those difficult days. Well, in this video, I am going to be talking about those exact signs. I promise you, once you have internalized the ideas in this video, you will never look at alcohol the same again. So if you're on your journey right now and there's any ounce of fear that you will go back to alcohol, this is probably going to be the most important video you have ever watched on this channel. I cannot wait to share this with you today. The first sign that you'll fail to quit alcohol is that you start blaming yourself instead of the drug. So what do I mean by this? Well, what I mean by this is that the world that we live in sees alcohol as a good thing and most people buy into this illusion. So then what can happen is we can have a really difficult day, right? We can have a tough tough time for whatever reason, you know, a, a, an argument with the wife, the kids playing up. We can get a, you know, a craving out of nowhere. And what we do is we start blaming ourselves. We start thinking, damn, just I'm, there's just something wrong with me. You know, maybe I was born this way. Maybe I've got some kind of disease. Maybe I'm a, an alcoholic. You know, we can start labeling ourselves as the problem. And I want to promise you one thing. You are not the problem here. I promise you there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. You are strong, you are powerful, you are capable, and you can beat this. But I promise you one thing, when you start buying into this idea that you are the problem, guess what happens? Well, if you're the problem, then you are no longer responsible. You almost have an excuse to say, well, if I'm the problem, how can I ever be fixed? So I might as well drink anyway. F it. This is how I am. It's just the way I am. It ain't the way you are. There's nothing wrong with you. There was a time in your life before you started drinking alcohol that was thriving, without alcohol. They were playing, they were socializing. You know, you might have been a kid, you might have been a young teenager, but there is a version of you that exists that never drank. So how can you be born this way? Well, you weren't born this way. You got addicted to one of the most addictive drugs on the planet. The day you start blaming yourself, it's never going to end well, right? The drug is the problem and that is all that matters, right? You've got to blame the drug. So if you don't take the drug, the problem goes away because you're not the problem. The drug is the problem. So don't take the drug. All your problems are solved. Sorry, wait, let me rephrase. Not all your problems are solved. Your alcohol problem is solved. And that's what I like to talk about. I like to talk about getting to a point where you're able to make a decision to stop drinking alcohol and put this damn problem behind of you. Stop making it the focus of your life. It's a decision. You stop drinking, you solve the drinking problem, and then you start dealing with new problems. I don't live my life trying to not drink. I've never done that. I just live my life. So, so please remember to blame the drug. Now, let's get a bit deeper. So the second sign that you'll fail to stop drinking alcohol is that you still see an element of value in the drug. So recently, there was a member of the Sober Club program that booked an all-inclusive holiday. He knew that there was going to be a, a butler that came and served him whatever drinks he wanted. The fridge would be fully stocked. And he said, does anybody have any tips? He asked, he asked this to the community. And what I explained to this individual is that the only risk that you've got is that you see an even 1% of value in drinking alcohol. If you see that... Pfft, I don't, I don't know if I can help, right? Because the problem is, is that if we know that alcohol provides no benefits, except for this one, except for the taste, except for whatever ex stupid excuse that we hold on to, that we just need to let go of, these beliefs 
grow. Because what happens is we've got this very small belief and then we can start finding evidence to support it. You know, we start seeing, oh, what about the sophisticated people at the wine tasting? Surely it tastes good. Oh, what about that whiskey tasting event that I saw that was advertised at the club down the road? You know, surely it tastes good, right? There's different flavors. Listen, alcohol doesn't taste good. But anyway, I'm not trying to talk about that in this video. If you see any element of value in alcohol, what can happen is it can grow. And this is why you really need to get into a state of mind where you see zero value in drinking alcohol. Then it's easy. Then it's just like a walk in the park. Which leads me to the third sign that you'll fail to stop drinking. You start to have this idea that, okay, let's say you've not drank for three months. You start to have this idea that this time it's going to be different. This time I could control it. You know, what I could maybe do is have a few drinks tonight. I'll go out to the local bar, have a few drinks. And then, you know, it's been three months. So I could probably go back to having a few and then tomorrow I won't drink and I'll go back to normal. Boy, have, have I done this. Um, ugh, I've done it so many times. And guess what happens? It's never successful ever. That's why I'm never going to play with this idea ever again, because I've stopped lying to myself. I've stopped tricking myself into drinking again, because that's all I'm doing. Just lying to myself, saying it's going to be different this time, despite a track, track record of trying to do this 50 times already and falling flat on my face every single time. As soon as you drink one of the drug, it sets off a chain reaction. Now, what what can happen is that chain reaction, you know, at first it might seem like it's okay. You know, you, you drink a few drinks, the next day is fine. Not, you don't even have a hangover. It's like, whoa, it's like I'm being a teenager again. You get to the weekend, you're like, oh, I've got this cracked. Have a few more. You wait till next weekend, have a few more. Wait till next weekend. Oh my days, I have cracked the code on drinking. I can control my drinking now. And you go, oh, you say, well, let's go a bit bigger tonight. You know, let's just have a big one and then take two weeks off. Because if I've done this and been successful, well, I'll have a big one. You go and get hammered. Then it gets to Thursday and you're like, well, do you know what? This, I have got this on lockdown. You have a few on a Thursday instead of just the weekend. And well, you know, Thursday, let's just do Thursday, Friday this week. Before you know it, you're back to square one. You've blacked out. You've had an argument with your wife and you're here again. That's the reality of having just one drink, of just controlling it again, like it was in the past. It ain't going to happen. Which leads me to the fourth sign that you'll fail to quit alcohol. Now, not this isn't a 100% failure rate. I would argue that the other three, well, maybe not the first one, but the second and the third one do have a 100% failure rate. Like if you go there, it's game over. Maybe not instantly, but eventually it will lead to something. But this fourth one is kind of middle ground. So it's focusing on the past. I am not saying that going to a therapist is a bad thing. I'm not saying that talking about the past is a bad thing. There are plenty of people, there's people in my program that join my program, they still see a therapist. I'm not a therapist. I don't, I don't focus on that stuff because I don't think it's 100% necessary to solve the drinking problem. Solving a drinking problem is simply changing your perception of alcohol, seeing it for what it is, making a decision, and then putting it behind of you. Now, then what might happen is, yeah, then new things come up in your life where you need to work with the therapist. But being at a point where you're drinking too much and you've not made the decision yet, you're still putting off the decision and then you're spending all your time going to the past and looking at all the bad things that you've done and you're still drinking. Oh man, if I did that, I didn't even try because I know what would have happened. You know, look at my childhood, look at the the, the teenage years, which was very, you know, it was very chaotic for me. I'm not, not trying to be a victim, but my, oh man, I, I left home at 17 years of age, actually. Like I've not lived at home since 17. So I was just off the rails and I could go and start thinking about that stuff and feel sorry for myself and poor me and think about this trauma and then what do you think happens? Well, yeah, my life has been so difficult. I need this drink. I'm not saying that's always going to happen, right? But to me, I don't need to go to the past to stop drinking. What I need to do is change my perception of alcohol and then focus on the future, right? Focus on building things, focus on getting to a better place. That's the approach that I took and I'm still going strong. Almost five years without a single drop of alcohol. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.